0: What is going on, guys? Hopefully you've had a wonderful week. Welcome back to another episode of the Beyond Rad Podcast. My name is Chad, and this week we are joined by the band Headspace. So Headspace is a pop-punk band based out of Phoenix, Arizona, which ironically, both Derek and Thad, the ones I spoke to in this podcast, are both from Pennsylvania. So they, uh, they met each other in Phoenix, and the band has has been killing it. And it was a lot of fun, man. We, we talked about air fryers, we talked about movies, we talked about music, made a parade in, in particular, we talked about a ton of different things. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear this one. But before we jump in, Real quick, head on over to twitch.tv slash Chad, and just, just follow. Just do it. <laughs> just kidding. You don't have to. But if you do want to come, be sure to come and, and join the, the streams. It'll be a lot of fun. And as well, make sure you head on over to Headspaces, Facebook, Instagram. Give them some love. And uh, and be sure to check out their brand new single that came out the beginning of July. And uh, without further ado, let's just jump right on in. Thank you guys so much for joining me on the
1: podcast. I, uh, I actually I really appreciate it, man. Absolutely. I appreciate, you know, bringing us out here and uh, letting us get on your show and talk for a little bit, get to know each other. Heck yeah. Well, I always like to start out with just quick introductions of yourselves and uh, then we can talk a little bit more about the band. Awesome. So, um, I'll go first. My name is Derek. I do some vocal stuff with my throat (laughs) in (laughs) the band Headspace here in Phoenix, Arizona.
2: And, uh, my name is Thaddeus. Um... I was formerly the drummer of the band, of this band, and I currently moved up to lead guitar. Um,
0: you make it sound like the drummer was bit. like, you, you, you make it sound like being the drummer was like a lesser position. So now you got like promoted,
2: Honestly, <laughs> like you're not wrong. That's a topic right
1: <laughs> there. We could just start off right there if you want, yeah, Seriously,
2: right there. <laughs> Let's
0: talk Hell about yeah. that. Why why is why is the drummer such a uh, a lower position than being a guitarist?
2: Honestly, I'm not going to bullshit you right now. A drummer is way more important than uh a guitarist. Uh the drummer is the backbone of the band. Like they carry the time, they carry the rhythm. But being a lead guitarist, you're just more up front you're more up close and personal to everyone instead of being trapped in like one dimensional space. Like you're just back there, just beating the shit out of these skins. But
0: yeah, that makes sense. Their own. Well, on a, it's kind of funny. So I, uh, I watch way too much YouTube just to just to <laughs> throw that out there. But uh, one of the things that I've seen on YouTube is the drummers are making the biggest impact in terms of like the, the video content, um, on YouTube, which is kind of interesting to me, like, you know, uh, I prevails drummer is, is like huge on YouTube. He does a bunch of stuff. Um, but then there's like a bunch of studio drummers who, who come and they're just doing like, they do videos. And I'm like, dude, these guys are, these guys are dope. And so it's kind of funny, you know, like the drummer may not be front and center on the on the shows and stuff but man they're they're definitely making making an impact on the internet so
2: <laughs> and, and you're definitely. totally right man you're totally right like i think it's just the whole visual of how the show is set up like you have your lead your lead singer up front and then you have your two guitarists or bass player like all beside them but then yep. you have your drummer pushed way in the back so it's just uh, it's like this messes with your head and it's just like okay the drummers that important because he's it's like an out of sight out of mind thing.
0: yeah that's that's an unfortunate thing but it, it's true it's just kind of how the the stages are laid out right like i uh the the funniest to me is when it's a small stage and there's like not even enough room for the the singer and all the guitarists and bassists to be in the front so they kind of are they're they're kind of like awkwardly like fighting over that space not like not like actually fighting but like they're kind of trying to like move around and actually like
1: fit it's just kind of funny looking (laughs) we've we have definitely played shows like that so back like uh a couple years ago before things like really took off for us um there's this venue here called 51 west and it got a renovation but Mm -hmm. before that it was literally like tucked in the corner you probably had like 15 feet and it like again it was a corner stage so it wasn't like your typical like rectangle or square stage it was a triangle and you had to fit in there and it just didn't work. Like yeah. Most of the time when I would play shows there, I would just step off the stage. That was like a two by four <laughs> Yeah, just, just rocket. So we, we definitely have played shows like that. I mean, he hasn't had to deal with that until recently. Well, actually no, we haven't even played a show yet with him on guitar. Okay. Uh, thank you. Coronavirus. Just kidding. Yeah. Honestly, ask? <laughs> I don't know if I can swear. No, <laughs> no go for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the the
0: virus is obviously that's a whole other topic, man. That's that's been a nightmare to deal with for real. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. Like talking to bands and musicians and like what you guys are going through is is just it's just so rough. Like it's a it's super tough already as a band before having to deal with something like like the coronavirus kind of impacting everything. And Absolutely.
1: so, I mean, I'm I'm very thankful that. Each of us, all four of us, we all have like steady jobs that pay very well. Yeah. Um, we we never made the the official transition to just just being abandoned like that being our source of income, and I'm grateful for the first time ever
3: that
1: <laughs> we have a regular job <laughs> <yet>. Exactly, because <laughs> things would be very different. Although, it, like, granted, no, I don't like the virus at all, but it has done pretty good in terms of like giving us time. To really get things sorted out. Um, our bassist actually stepped down uh, a couple months ago, two two or three months ago. He actually left the band. Oh, okay. And then we brought in two new guys. Uh, one has been announced, the other one has not, but we can always call him Mystery Man. So we've got Graham <laughs> and Mystery Man. Nice. <laughs> Mystery uh, man. Absolutely, bro. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's really cool because we were able to kind of like sort that out. Like we didn't have to panic because um, oh shoot, we have a show in two weeks and we don't have a bassist. And now it's just a drummer and a singer. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Um, we've actually been able to kind of sit back and evaluate what are we about to do? Who are we bringing on and then get the live show ready? And so we've definitely taken advantage of all the time we have had not being on stage.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, a great way to, to see the, the light in the, in the darkness there. Cause that's, I mean, that's it's, there's, a, it's hard to find a lot of positives when it comes to, to what's been going on, but that, I mean, that's a good way of finding it, you know, just recognizing, Hey, you know, there is some good for, for us individually and in all of this chaos. So we can, we can make this work. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And it, it really has helped us. So um, again, I I don't like this virus at all, Yeah, but it has given us a, a ton of preparation time for when this is over. Yeah, um, for sure. And I, I'm thankful that we were able to. Sort some things out. Heck yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, um, so we've got
0: Graham and Mystery Man. So, um, is Mystery, <laughs> Mystery
1: Ma-
3: Man
0: <laughs> is Mystery Man the drummer? Or is Graham the drummer now?
1: Graham is our drummer. He uh, transferred to us okay. from a another Arizona band uh, called Victory Tonight. Okay. they are hands down like my favorite Arizona band. I love them to death. But nice. uh, they, I'm not sure really what their next step is if there is a next step Um, so uh, I mean that uh, yeah I don't really have much information on that to speak on but Graham did come over to us Um, it was really cool because he mentioned like dude I already knew how to play some of these songs like I'm a really big fan of you guys (laughs) that's awesome this is is so flattering like I never thought we would be here especially in like the short amount of time that we have been a band to have somebody who like is a genuine fan and likes our music and has already been practicing it to step into our band now and now they are a member that's
0: super cool man that's that that mean i mean obviously in terms of commitment and uh excitement that helps especially because like when you get a new member sometimes it can be kind of awkward to try and get them acclimated to to the band and so when it's someone who's already like super familiar as well as just like super pumped on it it makes it
1: i feel like that would probably make it a little easier definitely agree to that and i mean i'm sure thad can even speak to this like it's just been so seamless with both of these guys that's awesome yeah
2: Der- Derek's totally right um, like the minute Graham was just accepted to be into headspace uh, uh, it, it just seemed like it was the perfect fit yeah he came to practice that first time and just knocked it out of the park and I I was absolutely blown away and like me being very skeptical person that I am like just I was t- I was telling Derek I was like dude if he doesn't hit this one Part right or if he doesn't hit this one part right he's gone like yeah and he, he showed up and just knocked it up knocked it out of the park and that's i was awesome. so blown away and so it, it was just like derek said seamless the way that he fit into our band so just that's awesome it's just the perfect
0: and obviously you coming from the drums probably you know you're you're probably even more so kind of um watching closely because it's, it was kind of your baby, right? You're kind of passing the, the torch, so to say, so.
2: Absolutely. Like, and, and it is like, I absolutely, I can confidently pass the torch off to Graham because I know that he's going to take care of what I was trying to achieve with the drums on headspace plus our future. So I have no problems with doing that.
1: And kind of talking about what you uh, had had alluded to, Chad, at the beginning was that, you know, he said something about guitar and making it kind of sound like that was like the glory spot to be in. Yeah. And like a year ago, he came to me and he was like, dude, I, I just don't think drums are for me anymore. Like I want to switch. And I was like, do it, dude, but you got to find me a good drummer first. <laughs> so it, he hits me up one day and he was like, dude, Graham. And then I was like, no way. And so... We, nice. we practiced like, what, two weeks later, this guy comes in and just, like he said, smashed it and knocked it out of the park. He plays the songs and he was so nervous too. And like, you couldn't hear it in his playing, but when he was talking to us, like you could kind of hear in his voice, he was unsure, Yeah, but he killed it. He didn't play it to record, but I don't give a shit because like the way he played it, it was just like, there's so much more vibes and just like dynamic. I don't know. Yeah. It's it, That was easily one of the best drummers I've ever had. He actually was the best drummer. And now we've got gram and it's just like, I don't know. It's cool. We have interchangeable people. now yeah. that's the other cool
0: thing. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's something that's always cool to me is like seeing bands that have a lot of versatility within the band. Um, cause obviously that allows for, for more, more creativity in the writing process too, because now you've got people who are kind of contributing in more than just their quote unquote realm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no. And that's like spot on dude. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of troubles in the past with like getting people right. Um, it's never caused like any type of, uh, whatever you want to say, like any, any bad blood between anybody. We've always just kind of went with it. Yeah. But with these two new dudes, like <laughs> we're not going to have any issues at all. We've yeah been here in quarantine. And so one of our members tested positive oh, for COVID. Uh, yeah. So the, uh, all four of us are currently being quarantined. Um, the half of us, the two of us, get out on Saturday like that's when our quarantine ends and the other two are done like on Tuesday that's when their test results like should come back yeah. or whatever it might be so um, we've just like been losing our minds in quarantine
3: yeah, trying to seriously. figure out like what
1: are we going to do and so we're just bouncing these song ideas back off each other and just like hey we should do this for YouTube when we're done or like this should happen we should involve the fans in this way and so again another thing that no I'm not happy it happened but at the same time I'm grateful that we have like this time to really plan things and get things like On the, on the roll, I guess, get the ball rolling. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty awesome because,
0: um, there's a lot of like transition periods are typically for anything awkward for Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, individually, whether it's as a band, whether it's as, um, you know, as a family, any of those types of transition periods from one thing to another are always going to be awkward because you're taking on something new. And also with that, there's kind of the, the fear of the unknown of whether it's even going to work. And so like the fact that you, you, you've been able to get through those, that kind of awkward and and fearful phase without having to, to kind of show weakness, quote unquote, right? Like people didn't have to see you guys kind of scrambling. Now you come out on the other side of it way stronger for it as a band and way more ready. And obviously, you know, probably even more excited now because you've found that, Hey, this is actually gonna be perfect.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. And like, we're not, we're not going to have like exactly what you were saying. Like no time where we're just like, what are we doing? Like, we don't have <laughs> enough time to do this because we, we just got it. So. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to
0: make a little transition here. Cause, um, I, uh, want to congratulate you guys on the new single. Um, I, uh, was it, it was what a week ago, week and a half ago that you released it?
1: Sir. Yep. Uh, July 1st, we put that out and, uh, it's, it's been doing great. So thank you so much for the the congratulations. It's definitely like a more fun song that we've put out.
0: Super dope. It's got me bopping, you know, like dancing. It's, (laughs) it's got the vibes, you know, it's like, there's, there's like, obviously, um, the, uh, the EP that you released, uh, last year was super great, obviously, but I, I feel like it's, it's kind of fun. Like one of my favorite things to see is like, is bands who like seeing when a band grows and seeing them improve their sound their style and kind of coming to 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 finding what i guess like what their their sound quote unquote is and it's kind of cool because like with that ep obviously everything sounded cohesive it sounded great but there's just like this this new song kind of took it to another level and i was like dude I'm pumped for what's coming in the future because because <laughs> it it just it kind of stepped up the game and you guys kind of showed yourselves up, which is obviously the the only way to kind of handle life in general is competing with yourself. But but yeah, right. like I said, congrats because it's super dope.
1: Thank you so much. And and again, like aside from just that, and I, I'm sure all of us in the band can agree that like that is probably the most overwhelming and like nerve wracking thing is the follow up. We put the yeah. EP out sure it was great but like and i'm not trying to like be biased but like sure yeah it sounded good and everybody like it, it was well received but the thing is the next release after that and the next one after that and the next like record to follow that it's it's something i didn't prepare for i'm not sure that any of us are really prepared for like the, the anxiety that comes after that like oh, shit, oh my when people God, don't crippling. like this
2: <laughs> you said oh it's crippling it's crippling like to to put out a song and to just, it's just the not knowing, yeah. like, you know, that what you recorded and what you played was really good. Like that is, it, it's your best piece of work that you put out so far. And, the, but like releasing it to the public, oh my goodness. It's just, you're thinking like, okay, are they going to like this line? Okay. Are they going to hear this part in the drums that just absolutely goes insane? Are they yeah. going to like it there? Or are they going to like this guitar? riff and you start over analyzing everything and it's just it's just absolutely oh my goodness man <laughs> it is a trip.
0: So dude oh go ahead. Oh no I was that? just I guess I think the the follow up question to that is like what like why why do you think that is? Like why do you think it's so so full of anxiety and so crippling? Because like to me I feel like it would be more exhilarating but I can now that you talk about it I'm like, oh actually that sounds like, <laughs>
1: like it, it's, it's, it, it's a big step. Like, right. Like, and, and it's, it's something that, again, I said, like I, I didn't prepare for this. I didn't know that this was going to happen. And I think situational, but I also think that this is like a common thing that most every band maybe deals with is like, what if people don't like this? What if this doesn't sound like enough like us? Yeah. And I think that's a question that people ask themselves or like they, they concern themselves with and, Granted, yeah, we do have, like, a, a wide range of things we're capable of, thankfully. Sure, um, yeah. But it's still, like, just the, the. I guess the uncertainty is, like, are we going to gain fans from this? Are we going to lose people from this? Um, are people still going to like Headspace and support us? Because this is something that we want to do full-time. Yeah. You know, we don't care about, like, the money side of it, but obviously we have to at least give a little bit yeah, exactly. about it so that we can support doing this only Yeah. full-time. Um. But I mean, th- the other thing too, is that <laughs> this is like a confusing side of it as a musician and people who grew up knowing me knew that I was not a musician. I didn't sing in choir. I didn't play guitar or do anything at all in regards to music growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I started this when I was 19. I'm 23 right now. And it just like, it shocked people. But to see <laughs> this shy kid that was like so afraid of the world and like afraid to talk to <laughs> females, dude, like, oh my God. God, that that anxiety was <laughs> such, like, so overwhelming, right? Nerd, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, I, it's it's super weird because I I talk to people back home and they're like, dude, your confidence like has gone through the, roof. and and since we have graduated, like, well, how? And I'm like, dude, like, y'all don't understand how much rejection I take day by day as a musician. Like, I have people constantly say like, this band sucks, or like, Fuck this people, they <laughs> this yeah. song, No, like, nah, or, nah,
2: are Dude, yeah no, your music no, like, no.
1: we have to deal with and it's not even like a negative thing because I don't look at it as a negative thing I understand not everybody's gonna like be into this band or this song um some fans are gonna love it some fans are not gonna like it but they're still gonna be there mm-hmm. and it's it's like that's the confusing side of it because we are used to rejection <laughs> yeah and I'm grateful for that but at the same time when we put new songs out I don't know exactly what it is that gets me so anxious about the response I used to get so giddy and like constantly be checking the numbers to see like how it's doing. Now it's it gives me such anxiety that I'm like I can't look at this girl. Go insane.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it could even be that like and this is just this is just kind of shooting in the dark, but it kind of sounds like the rejection you're used to is from people who weren't fans in the first place, and so exactly the idea of getting rejection from someone who used to be a fan and now they're not super stoked on the direction you're going. That that I feel like would be that that could it, be
1: even more debilitating than right rejection well, it, it's it's like your your siblings or your your mom and dad your family members is just being like <laughs> yeah we don't support them. yeah you
2: no, should like, quit at that <laughs> point so yeah i mean maybe you're was, right was, no joke. if my mom said that to me ever i would cry yeah well i mean because it's it's oh literally my.
0: like she holds like like there's something about like the support and just mm-hmm. the kind of the, the love of parents that kind of holds you together. You know what I mean? It's like, it it gives you that courage to do something that you may not have tried. And like, for me, like I'm, I'm married. And like from, if my wife were to say something like that, that would just crush me completely because it's like, I rely on her for kind of a lot of my not confidence, but courage to do the things that I may feel unconfident to do.
1: Yeah. It's like, I, my parents, um, their opinion matters to me the most of everybody. It's yeah. been four years that I've been doing music and they, neither of them have heard me sing in person aside from like when I had a guitar before I left my mom's house uh, right after graduation, I'd play in my room and like they would hear me through the door. But other than that, I've never purposely sat down in front of them. Oh man. Saying them a headspace song just cause I like if they don't like it, that's going to break my heart
0: yeah that that could be really uh, that would be a mental that'd be a real mental hurdle
1: yeah exactly but I, I do have to say they are very very supportive every single person in my family is very supportive even my grandparents that like they don't like rock music and not saying that we're a rock <laughs> even, band but like in their, their terms they, they've just been very supportive that's cool <laughs> Down. yeah so did you
0: guys did you guys meet each other in college then is that how the band was formed
2: Oh, God. Funny story about how we met. All right, Derek. <laughs> hit him with it. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to hit him with it. Perfect. All right. So, Derek and I are both from Pennsylvania. Okay. Like, north-central, northwestern Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, We grew up about 30 minutes apart from each other. But Derek is, what, four years younger than me? Yeah. Okay. You're four years younger than me. Okay. So he's four years younger than me, but I knew his older sister growing up. Okay. So, yeah, like I was dating this girl and um, the girl I was dating was like really good friends with Derek's sister. So I knew Derek's sister, like the entire time I was growing up and then um, I was moving out to Arizona and I get this random, random DM. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's like, Hey man, do you want to join my band? And when you get out to Arizona, and like at this point, I told like maybe three people in my life that I was moving out to Arizona. So I was like, "All right, who is this kid? I'm going to find him, and I'm going to choke him out, and then probably kill him." (laughs) You know, know, like like I don't know who this kid is. This kid is he's spying on my life or something. He's 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 sleeper cell. So and I text, I message him back. I I guess, like, okay, (laughs) like, sure. (laughs) And then, and then I like look at his name and I realized, like, I'm looking at his name and I'm like, wow, that name seems really familiar. And then I started doing a little digging on social media and then I was like, oh no, you are, you are, no way, I know you. (laughs) And then it was just, and then like after that, we just hit it off like everything that we like knew about like growing up and like everything we knew about our hometown. It was just, it was just amazing from there.
1: Yeah. Just kind of clicked. So it it was, it was weird, dude. So his, his best friend from like his hometown growing up was my brother. There's, I don't think they were roommates, but they, they went to college together. He actually DM'd me and was like, Hey dude, like my buddy Thad's moving out and like, you should hit him up to see if he wants to drum. I saw you're looking for like members. And I was like, "All right." I was like, "If Dom says it, I mean, he must be a good guy. He's our right.
0: <laughs> wow." That's crazy. So, so you knew of one another, but didn't know it. Well, didn't even really know of each other. You kind of just had you knew people who knew each other. So it's kind of that that one step away acquaintance or whatever. So exactly. So exactly. There's there's kind of two follow up questions that come from that. One is, what the heck brought both of you to Arizona? from pennsylvania because that's not like a short jaunt like people go to arizona from here in utah all the time because it's just down the road it's like 10 hours away to get to phoenix and so it's not that crazy and 13 hours i don't know whatever it is it's like not that far from here so i know a lot of people who went down to arizona for school or things like that but pennsylvania is a pretty big not just like culture shock but weather change uh distance from home like everything is different (laughs)
1: Oh, dude culture shock is like a culture very show, big thing yeah. and i think that's like the one of the big um factors of like why he and i clicked so well together is because it's like we come from a grassy hilly full of like trees we and just like and tree, no. maple trees <laughs> and <laughs> yeah and phoenix well, we're just used to that and then we yeah. come out here
2: and there's none of that yep tumbleweed it's all brown and <laughs> tan and everything there's no grass. <laughs> hey at least you have These some pretty no you dude, have some pretty red rocks out, out here there, right? Pennsylvania,
1: and like they they had culture shock. They're like, "Wait, I have to shit on this? What the? Fuck?
2: I have to shit on the rocks? What? What is this? It hurts." Oh my gosh! Uh,
1: but uh, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, so I mean, we we both came out here. I live in Phoenix. He lives in Tucson, which is about like two two and a half hours, yeah. south of Phoenix. Um, and I came out here for work. I'm an alcohol and drug counselor. So, oh, cool. Um, uh, there was like an offer out here, so I. Could moved out here to do that and uh, started a band because I posted like a, an Instagram video um, I at this time again nobody knew that like I could play guitar which I, I'm not going to claim that I even can at this point <laughs> but, um, nobody knew that I had a guitar or that I like I uh, fiddled with it so when I posted the video people were like dude you've got a good voice like you should go for it and then I got to a warp tour and like this band uh, they're no longer together but they're called Reckless Serenade Um, they invited me to go with them. Hell yeah, dude. They invited me to like tag along with them. So I did merch for them that day in the Phoenix location. And like, I had an all access pass. I'm like going behind uh, stages. I'm going back to the bus area and they were the barbecue band. So (laughs) I sat with them and I grilled burgers. I grilled like veggie burgers, um, chili. What was it? Uh, I don't even know cheese dogs. It was like, you take a, (laughs) a burrito wrap, uh, tear up, you throw a hot dog in there with some nacho cheese, spread all over and you just give it wow, out and I'm like interesting. Weird but cool. This bro, is what people on one Day eat. That?
2: What what even
1: is that? I don't <laughs> You're going to no. You're going to have to ask these New Yorkers, bro. I don't know. <laughs> what in the hell is that? <laughs> but so like I do that, I'm sitting around and like we're just hanging out, singing some songs like so uh we the Kings and a couple dudes from Mayday were around. We're singing Justin Bieber and they compliment the same thing and I'm like, dude, like
0: what dude, if Mayday Parade just told me that I can sing, I better start singing. Dude, they're my favorite band,
1: by the way. Dude, uh, for those of you listening to this, this, this awesome. is filmed on the day of uh, the 13-year anniversary of A Lesson in Romantics. Oh Thank you, Mayday.
0: I So, one of my best friends, Mayday Parade is his number one favorite band, and I'm, I've am i been obsessed with Mayday Parade for years and years and years, and I I saw them literally, there was six other people. It was an acoustic show in Salt Lake before they did an actual show. And it was just amazing. I like literally, I was like two feet away from Derek, and I was like,
1: "You're my hero." <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, dude. And they're they're like so cool. And the weird thing too is that they are all so different. Uh, yeah, I've I've been able to meet them a very like actually quite a few times um, over the last four years, and um, just get to chat with them, hang out. Like Jeremy, uh, their bassist, they call him Cabbage. He knows our band. I'm not sure that he really follows us closely, but like I know. He he knows our band because when they played here in Phoenix the last time, I was there talking to him, um, and he was like, "Dude, I've seen this before. Like, i I know you guys." I'm Like, oh. dude, that's yeah. <laughs> even just him knowing so, that you know
0: it, you, it's like I've arrived. I'm good.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's up?
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> what up? Oh my gosh, dude. Dude, it's it's amazing though. The, and um, people didn't know that. First off, that I'm obsessed with Mayday Parade. I'm not sure that Thad really like he knew who they were when he first joined, but I don't think he. Them like he does now compared to them back yeah. then but our band's like completely uh i wouldn't say it's shaped around mayday because that's not like a fact that's why i wanted to do music
2: i am not, but, not nearly as good as alex shut up
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if you listen to our new stuff like maybe may specifically i've gotten a lot of responses from people who know that we love mayday and people who don't even know that we f- with them um and they're like dude this reminds me much of like early Mayday this is this is just Mayday vibes and I'm like thank you that means so much yeah, That means that's the probably world. the nicest thing someone could ever say to me about Headspace yeah dude so that
0: sorry this is a total tangent but the number one There's so there's three, three major for me personally obviously these are really stupid reasons to hate COVID because it's such a serious thing and they're like there are a lot of real reasons to like right but three big reasons why it ruined me was first. <laughs> first reason was uh simple plan to newfound glory. I had tickets for their show here in Utah. It was literally going to be the night of, or the day of newfound glory's new album drop. So there was that. And then there was MXPX had a double night here in Utah that I was going to go to both nights and they canceled that. And then the third oh one, gosh. the main one was Vegas, uh, made a parade, Grayscale, and Point North in Vegas. Oh, and my
1: I, I feel that
0: so much, dude. Yeah, like, dude, pro-
1: that lineup, dude. Oh my
0: god. I know. My so my brother-in-law, who's one of my best friends, his one of his favorite bands of all time is Grayscale. Then my best friend, his favorite band is Made a Parade. And me, I'm obsessed with all three bands. And we were going to go and have a guy's weekend. We were going to drive down to Vegas, get a Airbnb and just hang out and go to this show and be like, have the most fun weekend. So we had the whole thing planned, ready to go. We were all like, we'd coordinated at everything. And then like COVID just canceled all shows. And we're like, well, and then, you know, we were kind of crossing our fingers. Yeah, exactly. Super heartbreaking. we were crossing our fingers. It's like, it's still in September. Maybe this whole thing will blow over. And then the official cancellation came through. We're like, no,
1: no. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> so and so yeah. many
1: people have like rescheduled their tours and stuff. And like, if they haven't canceled it yet or rescheduled again, like they're about to, because, Oh, I mean, it's July. I mean, a lot of these people rescheduled for September. Yeah. And as far as Arizona goes, we're not getting any better. So I don't think September is like going to happen. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. So, it's
0: not realistic. Like, like, no, it's a show out here. Yeah. I mean,
1: where you're <laughs> and that's the
0: that's the thing is it's God, like it's funny because like yeah it's like it's not hard to wear a mask right and it's like I think I think the people who who don't aren't wearing masks it's like it's not even like I don't know I it's one of those things where it's I I doubt that it's it's uh like willful just kind of uh arrogance trying to say I don't care about the disease I think it's like I just I just want to live my life, and if I get it, I get it. But they, there's kind
1: of like the
2: I'm American, and I can do whatever I want. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Wear a mask, you dumb ass.
1: dude. It, and the other side of that too is that, like, for us, the guy who tested positive, he had no symptoms. So, like, it, it does exist. Yeah. Yeah. And asymptomatic the various levels, and like the way that people show that they are experiencing COVID-related symptoms, it's different for everybody. Yep. For me. I tested negative, but I still had like symptoms of COVID and that had symptoms. Pretty much. We were like in line with each other with how we felt. But, um, I mean the other one, <laughs> he didn't have anything Yeah, at all. That's amazing. Was at all. He yeah. I got like, tested because work made him cause he took one day off so that he could like have a break because he was worn out from working like 12 hours a day for seven days. Yeah. Like that's exhausting. And like, so obviously, um,
0: people who are listening have no clue that that I've had to reschedule on you guys a couple times. Um, But uh like <laughs> when I got sick, I was concerned that it was COVID, but like it wasn't. It was just Thank a God, severe. Dude. Yeah, it was a severe Thank ear God. infection that led to like a sinus infection. It was like this awful, terrible. And like it's and I was like, man, that wasn't even COVID. And I'm like, I if that was something that could be spread to like my kids or my wife, I would have like felt terrible. Cause it was awful. It was genuinely like the worst sickness I've ever had. And I was like, imagine like people who are going through like all the truest, craziest symptoms of COVID and, uh, and they, they just like, those are the people that are, that are kind of like, yeah, this is the reason why. And like, Masks aren't going to always fix It's not always going to stop the problem from spreading, but it'll help. And so it's just like, right. Just, just be a good friend to people. Be nice to people. If someone's not yeah, wearing exactly. a mask, just exactly. keep your six feet distance and, and you know, just be a human being to people and just like, just talk respectfully f- to them. Be like, Hey, just FYI, you know, it's good to, to wear a
2: mask. And you don't have to and like, like, and that's what it's about, man. That's literally all it's about is being, just nice to everyone else. Like it's it's the golden rule. Treat others as you want to be treated. Like, do you want someone coughing on you and giving you a life threatening illness when it could be prevented from literally just wearing a piece of cloth? over your face
0: yeah and i mean there's some cool ones like mayday parade's got masks that you can buy oh, so it's like oh my dude, God.
2: dude, mayday's masks are so, so tie-dye bro man. just yeah. buy a tie-dye we gotta get them
0: <laughs> yeah just buy a tie-dye <laughs> yeah.
1: mayday parade mask and you're good to go you know <laughs> exactly dude first and, i do want to say though i'm very happy that you came back negative and that you are here right now talking to us dude like i'm, I'm happy you made it through that illness oh yeah dude i so i still haven't fully <laughs> gotten
0: through it the I, I could go on a whole other tangent right now. I'm dealing with Bell's <laughs> palsy that came from it. Um, oh, geez. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's, uh, basically the right side of my face isn't working properly. And apparently oh, wow. it can last in, uh, from a few days all the way up to what? like six months. Um, so yeah, like oh my it's not like as bad as some, like have you, did you guys ever watch, I've never seen it, but the game, game of Thrones, that show.
2: Oh, absolutely. So the big I've guy, app
0: Thor, uh, Thor Thor mountain or whatever. Um, yeah mountain yeah yeah, the dude's name's mountain yeah so um he's he's like in real life he's a world strongman competitor that's how I know who he is oh my god Um, he's
2: absolutely insane
0: yeah absolutely but his face you know how it like droops it's because he had Bell's palsy that like apparently something went wrong where it literally the nerves just didn't come back and I was like that's my biggest fear because like I see his face I'm like yeah the dude's like six foot seven and like straight muscle and it's like obviously he can w- have a face like that and not have to worry, but me, I'm I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so like my smile doesn't work properly, and so I'm like, oh, I'm like super self conscious.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, bro, I I am wishing you so well with all of this. Like, Thank you. All the love to you. I hope laugh-
3: that, that doesn't DJ. happen
2: to you. Quit <laughs> laughing, you.
0: Oh man, no! I. talking about worse, dude. My wife, my <laughs> wife, she's been hilarious about it. She just keeps on giving me this crooked smile, cause like my smile is is like half up and half just flat, and it just looks funny. And so or like, like half
2: smile, half frown.
0: It's not a frown, so like it still goes up just like a hair, but it just like it just stays still, and so like it's just like this really <laughs> lopsided. Well, you you smile. sound
1: great. Uh, truthfully I would have
0: never known yeah if it's it's one of those things like I'm super self-conscious of it but no one else really notices it like my wife is like it's hardly even noticeable I'm like yeah to you because you're not the one who feels like you just got back from the dentist and your half of your face is like numb and kind of tingly like
2: no pain to hell.
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's great though like honestly like I'm not I'm not terribly concerned about I'd done a bunch of research I'm like oh it'll be fine it's just one of those things, you know, it's like, and I imagine, cause it comes from viral infections. And so like, if, if someone gets COVID, they could get the same thing. And it's like, these things can, can be really like long lasting and detrimental to a lot of people. So I'm like, and for myself, while I was sick, I quarantined just in case. And like, even though I didn't test positive for COVID, I was like, I'm going to still quarantine. Cause if this is contagious, I don't want anyone getting it. <laughs> That's,
2: smart, like
1: what? God damn! <laughs> oh man, for real though. I, and again, I'm gonna say, it, I'm I, I'm truly happy that you're here and that you're good. Oh me and too. Hopefully, continuing to get better. Like thank hopefully, you. there's more progress with every day. Oh yeah, dude.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's more of a mental game at this point. But I apologize. I totally derailed everything because of my <laughs> like,
2: bro. You're good. <laughs> no, you're fine, man. And that's honestly our specialty. Every time it seems like every time Derek and I get interviewed, it just it goes off the rails. (laughs)
0: Like every dude, like that's that's the epitome of whenever I talk, like I just and a lot of my interviews just kind of go into like (laughs) unknown territory and like no man's land. So
1: (laughs) I was literally just talking about this with uh, we we did uh, the Melting Pat this morning. Uh Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but it's Uh a podcast that's based out of Philly. Okay, and so we're talking to this guy's name's Pat. Johnston and um, I was talking to him and I was like, dude, every time I've done a podcast or radio interview, like I realize how much alike I am to every single host because I will get a question and I will talk about it for about two seconds and then my mind goes somewhere else and I (laughs) will take it wherever (laughs) I went. If the the one related word is the, (laughs) then that's the word that I'm going to take you to the next topic, which might be about pineapples. Oh my gosh!
2: Pretty sure it's going to be about mac and cheese. Like I'm, (laughs) I'm like 98 sure. (laughs) Okay, no, you brought up
1: a, you brought up a bad topic because now I got to talk to you about air fryers. I fucking all love right, air, fryers. air
2: fryers. Oh, air fryers! Let's go. <laughs> this is a
1: serious topic. I have
2: I heard sold great my things. Car.
1: I sold my car and I got a van because Headspace has never had a van. We've never had the capability to tour, and so we've got all these fans, specifically Chicago. Y'all rock, by the way. Yeah, Chicago um, goes
2: off, and I absolutely love.
1: So excited to actually get there. And so basically, I trade my car. I get this van. It has 30,000 miles on it. It's a 2018 Chevy Express. Like nice. The it works. It's huge. Nice. I'm planning on gutting it and like uploading a YouTube video time lapse of like the four of us just getting down and dirty, like ripping the shit out of there, building bunk beds. We're gonna build a tiny home. Dude, inside that'll be this so, van dope. so dope. Specific to the band. And there will be an air fryer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So there will, there will always be an air fryer. Let
1: me know when you got dyno nugs in an air fryer hit me back up <laughs> let me know what you think so nothing I, nothing like it
0: i have heard great things like i uh i've been told a ton of times like you can just pretty much make anything in an air fryer like i've seen like people make like like they'll do like cheesecakes and stuff in there and i'm like yeah what? how is that even Dude, possible I, I don't
1: even have uh, a microwave at my new place and I, I literally only use the air fryer well i feel like an air fryer would make your food taste way
0: better than a microwave anyway
1: Oh, absolutely. just out of like the
0: nature of what it's doing. It's, it's just basically a super fast convection oven, right? Like that's kind of what yeah. it does. Okay.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So it, it, like your food's never going to be like, simple. like you're, you're never going to pick up a, a, a nugget and have it like limp over as if, it, you know, it needs Viagra, <laughs> oh, you know? Oh, no, dude, dude, you you literally cool. can
1: buy like the dollar, $2 bag of nuggets from any store. Like the, the, the oh. small brands. and you can make those and they still, Taste amazing, better than you could get like Tyson nuggets if you uh, put them in the actual oven. Like, dude, I I swear by this bitch. Like, it's so I, fucking good. Oh no, yeah. See, yeah. I need to do tater, this.
2: tater
1: tots. Oh my Ooh, goodness! The toss,
2: tater tots in an air fryer, golden, so dude, crispy. It has been like a long, everything top, in, It's uh, been a
0: long time since I've thought about tater tots, and now <laughs> that I'm thinking you about, about them um, every morning and night,
2: need to reevaluate. Yeah, tater tots are absolutely <laughs> Yourself, boy. So no, now that
0: I now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, dude, tater tots are like top tier. They are. They really are. Like, and the only place, like, I guess Sonic has tater tots, but like, like air fryers do
1: it better. Just saying, I believe that.
0: Like, my childhood was tater tots all the freaking time. Like, just drop a whole layer of tater tots on a pan and eat them. You know, just like cook them up and just eat them. Exactly.
1: The other benefit. air fryer is you don't have to work with such a small space on like uh, a cookie sheet you can just dump the whole bag in and like you're good there's no (laughs) overflow it's
2: perfect oh my god i mean you're not wrong dude you're honestly (laughs) not wrong like
1: that's amazing i look you you've got you've got a very very authentic headspace interview right now because these are the things that we talk about these are the important fans, things each each in life like this here's, is this is true headspace here's the facts <laughs> all right
0: if someone shows up to one of your shows having air fried pretty much anything for you and they bring it to you it's game over it, it's game over they they're now <laughs> yeah. officially they're officially the number one fan
1: <laughs> no questions i'm not looking at their face i'm taking that air fried food <laughs> and the next thing you end up on the
2: floor <laughs> like, yeah they just poisoned like, it they... <laughs>
1: oh my <laughs> gosh just laced so that it that might be actually like a, a bad thing that i will take any air fried food or tater tots i've had people bring us tater tots to shows that we've played here in like scottsdale um i remember uh two fans brought like a bag of tater tots from Sonic, and they were like hey i got you something and i was like oh thank you
0: <laughs> that's amazing dude like that just reminds me of hey napoleon can i have some of your tots Get your own, you know, he <laughs> kicks his t- kicks his pocket with his tater tots in it,
2: <laughs> bro. The way he kicks him in the leg, he, he kicks the shit out of those tater tots. That yeah, shit dude, kills me. <laughs>
0: so funny, man. Oh my gosh, That's, <laughs> that movie's so dumb, but so amazing at the same time. There's just there's just some of those movies that you just like. They're so they're just so over the top that they're like amazing. Like what my I can't say it's my favorite, but I can definitely say it's one of the top favorite movies of all time is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And, I love
2: Bill and Ted. I w- they're coming up with a third one. Oh, dude. I'm I saw so, that. Face dude. the
0: music, man. I am ready. I am so
2: I, ready. I cannot I wait, wait for that. It's just, it's just the track run of movies lately have not been great. So it's just like, oh, man, are you going to really re- like that? came out so long ago so he's, and now you're gonna come back and ruin my childhood so here's Hopefully why not. here's
0: why you should not be concerned first off keanu reeves
2: bill and ted yeah I mean. okay okay man he's got a list all right i'm <laughs> listening let's go second
0: second reason is the guy who wrote bill and ted's excellent adventure and bogus journey which bogus journey was significantly less quality to Excellent adventure, but still top tier, still great. But the reason why I'm not concerned is he, he had said that he was never going to release another bill and Ted's movie unless they had this, the perfect storyline. And so that gave me a lot of confidence and hope. And so between Bill, between Keanu Reeves and the writer who, who like is really invested in the script, that those two things gave me a lot of excitement for it.
2: Okay, yeah, that's true. But like, have you watched the trailer for it? Yeah, it looks like trash. It it's because they're old, and
0: you're 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 trying to put it. You're trying to put them back into the '80s, you know.
2: Yeah, and you're not wrong. Like you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm trying to put back in his glory days. Bruh, like I, the only thing,
1: oh, the only complaint I've. Got is that Keanu Reeves should he should have got a haircut because now I can't see him as anything but John Wick for that haircut.
2: dude. Well, I no, mean, he was always no, no, you're wrong. No, you. <laughs> no. He had
1: that hair back in the original Bill and Ted's. Bro, I, exactly. I, I just can't you're get with longer. it because like I see him now and I'm just like, dude, like I, I associate him with the John Wick series. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's Fortnite, just because baby. it's funny because like, oh, oh
0: my gosh, up. Fortnite.
1: Wait. Oh man, I, no, I hate Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, um, you're fucking up, Derek. You're fucking up hard.
0: <laughs> oh man, I oh. So I I love video games, and I think Fortnite was a great creation, but it was just it was like way too much. Like it was like you needed Adderall to like understand how to actually be good at that game.
1: Dude, ask it, Derek, it's never ask stopped. Derek, how
2: good I was at Fortnite. <laughs>
1: just <laughs> just because, just like every other game we've ever played.
2: No, Call of Duty, fuck you, dude. Call of Duty, was good at. Fortnite, Fortnite was like, dude, it was, it was, it was rough. On some other worldly shit. Like, I would jump into that and I would just be like, all right, well, I need to build a building dead. All right, well, I'm just going to sit this one out. All right, guys. Have I think
1: we got to play like maybe four or five times total. And I mean games, not, in, not like separate days, like four or five times total before he was like all right i'm never gonna play this again (laughs) see the building
0: that was the problem for me was the building was just like it was insane i was like dude i can't i can't think about a dude shooting at me like hit six different buttons to get a wall up and then like build a ramp to climb up and then like start peeking this guy and then like edit and this and i'm like dude this is too much for my old brain man like
2: yeah my (laughs) exactly dude that was exactly my problem too like i would start building and then it'd be like next thing you know i built a f- water slide why the f- do i need a water slide i don't know but i built it and then then i'm dead like so oh, i man. guess i was trying to have fun before i died.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh yeah dude that that game like i said i think like they were the, the that who is it uh epic games not riot games i almost said Riot. epic games they are phenomenal. Obviously, they they have a good track record, and they did a great job with Fortnite. And holy crap, the amount of money they made! Oh my gosh!
1: Let it let it die. Oh, be nice. It's not gonna Never die, all, I'm, I'm sick and tired of that game. I don't even play. I haven't played it in years. But like, I, dude, I it's not gonna die. Two, and then after season two, I moved to Germany for a year, and I came back, and it's like season five all of a sudden. And I'm like, yo, what the? Fuck? <laughs> and I was only gone for. Like less than a year, a little bit less than a year. And it, like in that time, it went from like a pretty decent game. Like I could get a couple hours in before I'd get bored to like, I couldn't even play one game because I like, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the, the, the thing is though, is it's not going to
0: die. Like,
1: I know it's That's, like Ninja.
0: Uh, Ninja went on and streamed on YouTube the other day and had 160,000 concurrent, right? Like, like he, he streams, Fortnite, and it, it's like it just proves that that game's not gonna die. He like 160,000 people at one time watching,
1: dude. Fortnite. He he. He's been doing this for like at a bare minimum three years straight. Like that's the primary game that he's been playing. Yeah, in streaming, and it's like how, dude. Like I don't know, man. I would. Ward?
0: I would like start beating my head against the wall
3: because like even <laughs> right
0: now, like I really enjoy Warzone, um, on Call of Duty, but like. I still have to have variety, so I'm still playing Borderlands Three. I'm still playing exactly Rainbow Six Siege. I'm like, I still I, have to keep I just my don't
1: get battle royales anymore. Like, I I liked Warzone. I will say that that was my favorite uh, to come out, and like, it's just not there for me anymore. I can't do. It. I love COD. I I will say I love this version of Modern Warfare. It is aside from Modern Warfare Three, it is my favorite. Call of duty has come out and definitely in like the last 10 years wait a minute um, you you just so i started
0: playing call of duty like it's technically modern warfare 3 but really black ops 2 is when i started black ops yeah. 2 is a
1: very good game that
0: one's my favorite but you so, just put modern so, well, warfare sorry, 3. I, I didn't hear that <laughs> so black ops 2 is my favorite it just it's just great it's just like the gold standard i still have the uh, backwards compatible ver- like I still have it downloaded on my Xbox at there all times go. just in case I just want to get back in and <laughs> just quick scopes it the kids. Out like
1: a, a frisky yeah. Saturday night. yeah
0: exactly you know if I'm feeling real frisky I just I turn on
1: Black Ops too you know um. <laughs> every game before that like that game and before everything was golden and then yeah no it was pretty good even like World at War was a good game and then everything that came out after that up until Modern Warfare was hot garbage. Do you remember Ghosts? <laughs> See, I put a lot of hours know. into Ghosts, and God. even was
3: so
0: garbage. Even with all the hours I put into it, I I still can't like rank it highly. Like I I put no. a lot of hours, but it they were kind of wasted, I guess.
1: Infinite Warfare, Advanced Warfare, like those. Okay, war- Advanced Warfare, were I loved. I'm sorry, dude. I loved
0: Advanced Warfare. I loved. No,
1: it. I, it was like the jet. I X love the that. And I couldn't get dude, with it. I, I know,
0: like, dude. I was freaking balling out on that game, dude. I was killing. I was like, I had multiple <laughs> nukes. It was great. Like that was that was my jam.
1: <laughs> Modern but, Warfare Three for me, definitely. Of of every single COD game, that is my number one, and then it's either Black Ops one or two, and then Modern Warfare. Okay. See, like, I I'm not like a
0: super great um, like. Uh, person to to rely on for it because for me like I enjoyed all of them I'm I would go back and play any of them right now if someone said hey you want to play some ghosts sure why not let's play oh. like because <laughs> I just think it's fun <laughs> to play like most of the time it's a social thing for me and so like uh like that's typically when I'm playing my games but yeah like Modern Warfare I think it's a great game I think that a lot of there are a lot of complaints that are valid about the game <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I mean I, I'm not gonna lie. There are things that I don't like, but overall, I again in the past ten years since like Black Ops Two, I'm gonna say within all those games that have come out, this is the best one to come out since then. Yeah, I will say it's it's kind of funny. So before,
0: so I got married, and I got married the year Modern Warfare Three came out, I believe. Okay, um, was it 2011, 2012? 2012, 2012 is when yeah, I got yeah. married. So. Okay. So my wife for Christmas, our first Christmas, she got me an Xbox 360 and and she didn't know that I loved video games. She just knew that I I wanted a console and was going to play games. She did not know what she'd gotten herself into because (laughs) when Black Ops 2 came out, I just kept playing and we were both in school and she was like, this has got (laughs) to (laughs) stop. Pretty stupid is gaming over there oh it became a problem and so i i ended up just like
2: oh dude serious yeah
0: (laughs) like when i when i say serious i mean i was like it was really just how late i was staying up because i was up until like on like friday saturday i was up until like two or three in the morning and she's like this this can't happen anymore
1: dude no and i feel that i i've i've lived my life behind a controller now i'm playing behind keyboard but hey me um, too i just barely started dude, playing
0: on keyboard and mouse yeah, i'm dude. terrible at it but I,
1: I switched over i just built this pc with the stimulus check nice but before that i did have a pc and i tried to play but i was trash and now i'm like 100 percent a pc gamer i don't i have my console still my uh, xbox one but i don't play it i oh, just have oh, it because like every knows. now and then my brother wants <laughs> to play something just, this con did
0: he just say y'all are a bunch of nerds
1: are. <laughs> <God, you guys. laughs> Nerves, what the I, I feel stoked because I feel like I feel like I'm talking about my Twitch channel now which is Lonely Ghost by the way so if you're listening twitch.tv slash Lonely Ghost as long as it's not on Tuesday, Thursday Actually, or
0: Friday because it's twitch.tv slash Mr. Rad Chat at that point so
1: absolutely what about you Thad?
2: <laughs> uh, well alright yeah you're just gonna on me. All right, so yeah. Thad the old <laughs> man I'm old I'm a responsible adult who plays guitar in a pop punk band so <laughs> Hey, (laughs) I I do want to, I do want to make sure that we're all
0: aware that, that when you say you're an adult and you're, you're responsible, I'm, I'm definitely the oldest of the group here and no way. Yeah. So I'm 30. I've got, I've got two sons and I'm married. And so, yeah, you
2: got the life experience too. All right. <laughs> so so I still Don't play X games. X. I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. I still play games.
1: And <laughs> I mean so, so what's cool about right now is that like and this is probably especially cool for that. He's he's always been known as like old man daddius. and like <laughs>
2: Now, yeah, uh, man, now he's known as to be the daddiest. <laughs> <laughs> daddiest, still daddiest, the daddiest, but it's
1: like for absolute different reasons because Graham is actually thirty or thirty one. Yeah, you don't want to yeah, okay. know those reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but um dude, yeah. I mean it's it's always been him. He's always been the oldest no matter how many members I like we have filtered through. We've had dude, I can't even honestly give you a true number. It's an estimate between thirty to fifty, like, and that's a, a serious <laughs> estimation. I don't remember Dang. it's just been so many like villains are like they're here for just this one show or um you know they're, they're helping write this and they planned on staying but then they realized like it wasn't for them and they left yeah. so we've had a lot of people and Dang. every single time he has remained the old stuff and so we got Graham.
2: Oh, and i'm so happy <laughs> <laughs> but, oh what <but laughs> yeah. now he's oh, the old man happy. did you guys way more gray hair than he does and it's very upsetting <laughs> it's very I, upsetting
0: i'm sorry dude the way that you just <laughs> the way that you just like said that have you ever seen there's a youtube channel like i think it was called the baltimore dad like
2: <laughs> baltimore dad that sounds hilarious to begin with it's <laughs> it's amazing
0: that? and the way that you just said that like made me think of him because it's this it's this guy who plays a character of like a 90s like 80s or 90s like dad who's just like sitting on the chair like kind of bossing his family around yelling at the TV at the football games and stuff but he's like drinking his beer and just you know just and so when you burped and just said that I was like dude I just thought of that freaking that freaking YouTube channel it just kills me I think it was Baltimore dad so definitely worth watching it's freaking hilarious dude I was dying when I watched some of
2: them what i'm doing on youtube right now (laughs)
0: like i said i can (laughs) i've been i can go down these rabbit holes on youtube and it just is like next thing you know i'm watching like a dude on a lathe watch like carving a bowl i'm like what the heck is my doing with my life
2: (laughs) is, is, is it called american dad baltimore
0: yeah i think that's the one Oh <laughs> shit! I found it. <laughs> yeah, dude, he wears these big old like wa- like these big old framed glasses, and dude, it's just it's amazing. It's amazing.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely found it. Okay, well, that's what I'm gonna be doing for the rest of the night, Dirk. So yeah, there dude. you go.
0: <laughs> his his sketches are freaking hilarious, bro. Oh my gosh. But uh, hey, I uh, I know we obviously had a bunch of tangents but I really want to quickly, you know, try and get the threads back together. Cause we're all really good at, at pulling them apart. But I wanted to just kind of ask about what's coming. Cause obviously COVID probably threw some wrenches and things. Obviously you released your brand new song, um, July 1st, but what's, what's kind of coming down the pipeline for you guys? Uh,
1: quite, quite a bit, honestly. Um, kind of, we've taken these steps back because of, again, like just 2020 in general, we had already planned to really focus on our live sound. Okay. Um, So that like, it didn't come as a surprise when we were able to be able, or sorry, when we were able to do that. Yeah. Um, But like, aside from just focusing on our live sound so that we can tour, because that's obviously something that a lot of people want us to do. Um, It was said earlier, we have a lot of people in Chicago that want us to go out there. We've got people in Australia. Australia is like our number two um, location nice like the, as a whole it, it's like insane and then same thing with germany germany's our number three and like those numbers are very close and, and germany's small dude yeah so, uh, obviously we, we have no intent yet we we have the intent to get there but we don't know when yeah uh so in terms of just touring like we're gonna definitely be doing that in 2021 we plan to follow sad Summerfest, not to be confused with we are on the the roster because we are not, um, I've had a lot of people maybe, DMing me. Like, maybe not did next this? year, but the year after. Hopefully, dude, that'd be great because Mayday Parade. If if things go according to like the yeah, every dude. other year thing, like Warped Tour, they should be on it that year. So that'd be dope. Yeah, dude. Oh <laughs> man, I the
0: Sad Summer Fest doesn't even come anywhere near me. I'm sad about really? that. Yeah, like I have Damn, to go to dude. California to go to it. Basically, well,
1: hey, if you're at the Anaheim date, man, like that. For me, at least, I don't know about the other four guys, but we're gonna be jumping in the go van bro, and we're gonna follow there nice. Anaheim, Anaheim oh, is yeah. going to be one of the three places that I actually like buy a ticket to go into the sad summer fest. I'm going to do Anaheim, Pittsburgh, and the first date in Florida. I think it's Tallahassee. Um, yes. nice. so those are the three, that, like I absolutely, I'm going to go to, but like the plan for that is we're just going to walk the lines, play some acoustic songs, maybe play a couple like quick games, uh, hand out free CDs, maybe sell them for five bucks. Yeah, something cheap, something fun for people like entertainment while they're waiting in line for the gate to open. Yeah, um, so expect us there if you guys have tickets for uh, Sad Summer Fest at all twenty twenty one. You get to meet us. yeah uh, hopefully dude. at least. Yeah, uh, let us know that you, you heard for the first time ever here on uh, Beyond Rad. Yeah, you so would sick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, honestly, we, like, we've got. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just
0: say honestly, it's it's like that's a great way of of doing things. Like even <laughs> I, I don't know if you you probably did just because of how big of a fan you are as well. But I watched the documentary um for Mayday parade and that talked yep. <laughs> about like their, their rise. Right. And like how, when they got on the warp tour, they were just at every mall at near zoomies and near PacSun, sun and just like getting their CDs out there, peddling them, peddling them, peddling them, peddling them and just trying and to find people
1: to get them out. to hear it. Right. And, and people, like, and, and dude I don't know I, I wouldn't say it's a huge thing these days I mean it's still, it still is very important and I think that the most people most bands most artists they really aren't thinking about like the face to face interaction if I were a fan of any band I would give a more that like I met them on accident because they approached me and were like hey do you like pop punk music cool yeah. here's here's a thicker here's like our our business card. like check us out that'd be really cool and then yeah. spend like a couple minutes talking to them um, just like curious Oh, cool. Who are you here to see? Oh, you're, you're watching The Main tonight. Sick. Well, we've got a show in two weeks. It's actually here at the same venue or like down the street. Like, come check us out. Yeah. So, like, it's the face to face interaction that, in my eyes, is one of the most important things um, as like a, a small, growing band. And, you know, Sad Summer Fest is something we would love to play. We would love the opportunity to share, even the smallest. I mean, I think they only have one stage, but just be able to share the experience with everybody. Yeah. Um, play something as big as that, that would be phenomenal for us. Heck yeah. And I mean, like you said, you know, like the face to face,
0: I I think there's a reason why, like, if you, if you were to look at Instagram pages, band Instagram pages are typically going to have, um, usually equal to or less than the number of followers of the, the kind of front men of the band, you know, the people who are kind of the faces of the band. Um, And I think that's because of that face to face type interaction. Like people feel like they want to connect with an individual, but when they're connecting to the band's page, they can't really connect. And so like, like you said, you know, getting out there, giving away stickers and like cool thing about stickers, dude, like nowadays with technology, just put a QR code on the back that leads to your music on Apple music exactly. and automatically saves we it to do their that phone
1: on, on our business cards. Yeah. It's like, that stuff's killer, dude. That's
0: just, that's a great way of doing it. And now the cool thing too is like especially when you're talking to those teenage kids who are like idolizing these bands that are coming through um now they have someone they've met that they can tell all their friends about dude i met this i let i met the lead singer to this band i knew you know what i mean that that stuff like as a kid when i look back at my teenage years when i met steven christian from Anne Berlin or when i met um oh, derek man. from from mayday parade those things were like the things that i
1: bragged about for like months you know what I mean? Dude, yeah, absolutely. Oh, hell yeah, dude. It's, it's always like such a huge moment and, and even still, yeah, we're in a band and yeah, we have success in a lot of fields. Um, and I'll forever like just cherish that. I still feel like I'm just another face in the crowd. That's like a fan of these bands and some of the bands are smaller than some of them are the exact same size or much bigger. And like, I still fangirl. Yeah, these dude. Bands. Bro, yeah, I, we're, we're super fortunate to have a pretty good relationship with almost everybody in Point North, um, as well as the uh, Weatherly boys. Oh a yeah, dude. Of them. Heck yeah. Um, so Blake Roses from A Weatherly, the singer, he, he produces our music. Uh, oh, he did the dope. EP, He did maybe May, um, along with Austin Parker Jones here in Phoenix. He co-produced that with Blake uh, for the most recent single. That's super well, dope. We plan on continuing to work with him, and then like Sage is a very very. Very helpful, very good person who has like just brought so many. like.
2: Oh my God, I, he's I the kindest soul. He is the literal kindest soul I have ever met on this planet.
1: It's
2: <laughs> ridiculous, dude. Like, how just can somebody the, be so nice? The nicest person. Oh my goodness. I <laughs> love Sage. Dude, he's is... awesome.
1: Today, I had like this random urge. I was sitting on the couch. I was about to go live on Instagram, say hello to the fans. And I had this urge and I was like, yo. You should text Sage and just be like, "Yo, I hope you're well." So I sent him a text, and he was just like immediately text me back, super quick. It's like, "Dude, thanks so much. Like that means so much to me. I love you so much." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And that was dude. it. Like I just wanted to tell, him, like, "Hey, dude, hope you're doing well." Because yeah, he's like so he's such a genuine person, and he cares about everybody. And the crazy thing is, uh, for Graham, since he's from Victories Tonight, they played a show uh, as Victory Tonight with Point North at the beginning, like January uh-huh. of 2019, I think it was, okay. and. Sage remembers him. He only talked to him one time for like maybe 10, 20 minutes. He remembers him. That's and cool. And like, that's something that even I can't do I yeah. when it comes to names. Yeah, like, dude, if I wasn't looking at your name right in front of me, Chad, I would have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, like I, it's so bad. It's I totally ridiculous. understand. No,
0: I understand that dude. That's so, that's so cool. Cause like one thing that I've always cherished about the pop punk scene in general is, They're, you know, obviously you're going to have the green days and the blink 182s that kind of get disconnected from reality. Um, but (laughs) like the, a lot of the bands that I idolized and still really, really look, you know, really love their music and love, you know, a lot of the things they're doing, like they're down to earth people. They genuinely just like, they just want to show their fans how much they care. Like the dudes from real friends. I met them at warp tour. Coolest some of the coolest guys, just super genuine dope guys. And it's like, that's, that's cool to me because they're just real. They're not like, they're not fake. You know what I mean? That That's an important thing to me. Yeah,
1: dude. I, I actually have a funny story about real friends uh, at Warped Tour. <laughs> so it's 2016. I, I'm there with the reckless serenade boys and um, I'm standing backstage with, I think it was their merch guy's name was Ty. He was so funny, but I'm standing there with Ty and, um, Dan, and I think his name was right. The, the singer for real uh-huh. friends. He yeah, walks singer, up. I have no yeah. idea who he is. I, I didn't know anything about this band. He comes up, he stands next to me and like, he's just chatting with me about, uh, falling in reverse or I don't even know who was headlining. I think it was falling in reverse. It's Ronnie Radke. I know that yeah, much. Ronnie Radke falling in reverse, yeah.
0: yeah, that would okay. be, yeah, that'd be the one.
1: So we were watching them and then real friends was playing like right after. And so, um, You know, whatever. They get off the stage. He's talking to me, like chatting about the band. He gets off. And then a couple minutes later, he's standing there by the sound guy on side stage. And then he runs out front and he's like, What is up? We're real friends. I was like, What? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. A couple minutes later, he's like, A couple songs in. He turns back, puts his arm out, and he's like, I have a very special guest here with me today. And he puts his arm back towards me, pointing directly at me. And he's like, My mom's here. And I'm standing next to his mom. I'm like, What the is going on right now? (laughs) that's amazing My mind was totally f- that day dude. <laughs> dude that's
0: so funny man that's awesome yeah like that's the type of stuff man like those are the types of people that you get within that scene you know and it's like i think it's rad that you guys had that relationship because honestly it's it's kind of funny so last year i interviewed blake um okay and uh it's funny because he was heavily heavily mentored by jake from mayday parade and so now it's kind of passing down to you guys which is awesome because obviously mayday parade being such a big band for you so it's like it's kind of funny
1: how that that trickles down you know right the the cool thing with blake too is you're you're absolutely right he uh obviously is no longer doing the pop punk band he's doing like this pop solo project and it's amazing we got to hear a song that has not come out yet and it's been over a year good oh my (laughs) god
2: it's so good dude he's phenomenal he's super
1: talented he really is dude and um the cool thing about blake though is that you know we are going back to him we're actually going to bring him out here to us in arizona in september if things are well because he's in california now right yeah he lives in la like north hollywood yeah because when i interviewed him he was still in dallas and he said he was going to move to california Yep, he had just moved to Cali, like maybe a couple weeks before we went out there. It, okay. He hadn't been there very long. Sick. Um, so, we are going to bring him out here in September. And so, we're on a phone call, just kind of planning things out, getting ready for this EP that we're going to record and talking about the logistics of things. And we then get to like talking about the money side of it. And he uh, was talking to us about, again, finances. How are we going to fund this? What's the price? We're talking business. And he's like, dude, honestly, like, I don't give a shit about the money. Like as long as we get to work, work together, I care about you guys and like bro hangs more than I give a shit about the money. Wow. just like, dude, like that's crazy. He he's verbatim says he doesn't want to lose the relationship with us over money. He, that's like, dope. He, we're, we're kind of one of his only hands in the pop punk scene aside from, he does have all these other bands. He's working with a band, a high school band. I don't remember what he called them. Uh, their name. I don't remember name.
2: what they're called either, but he works with Drake Bell too.
1: Oh, yeah. no way. He, He's working on like a Drake Bell record right now Dang. and Sage is tracking the drums for it too. So like we have gotten so fortunate that like we're just genuine guys. We we don't fangirl over people when we see them in person and we just treat them like human beings because we recognize that that's exactly who they are. And that's what they um, want most of the and time. And at first maybe they want that like that, that pedestal, you know, when they're growing a uh, small artist, but at the end of the day, they just want to know that <laughs> they're humans and people see them as humans. Yeah. Yeah dude I that's that's super dope.
0: I'm I'm stoked for you guys. That's going to be there's going to be some cool stuff coming down the pipeline. I
1: I'm excited for you. Thank you dude. I'm I'm super stoked. I don't think, you know, 2021 is going to be like a breakout year for us. I think it's going to be the year that really gets us ready and people at least are like, "Oh, Headspace, I've heard of them." Yeah. I think- they played for such and such, or they opened for such and such. On oh, Twitter. they were on the
0: Beyond Red 20 podcast. Yeah, I'm just
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they were on BMP. That's right. <laughs> but no, know. dude. Like I, I, I truly think like two years from now, we're gonna be somewhere where we're all super satisfied. We can maybe not quit working completely, but maybe like a part time job that yeah isn't really anything crazy or stressful. That's that's kind of the hope. I never want to stop working, working. Because I will lose my mind. Yeah, um, but I but just you want to have the, more time like, to dedicate to the music. Well, yeah, and the other thing too that like we we don't advertise it a whole lot, but uh, <laughs> Tad.
2: Wow! Are, are, wow, dude! No, Dad I'm coming out right now. That's, that's a five-three Whoa. joke. <laughs> Whoa! What the <laughs> fuck was that?
1: <laughs> but uh, Tad and I were in another band. It, it really hasn't gotten kickstarted yet. We're gonna finish everything with Headspace here in September, and then at least. For me, uh, my plan after the Headspace EP is recorded, I'm shifting all my focus over to this other project we have. Uh, and it's with my partner, actually. Uh, their name is Lane. They are the singer for this project. And then we have Sydney from Dollskin on guitar. Okay. That on drums and myself on bass. Um, and it's called uh, Burn Party. So I'm very, very excited for that to actually like get, get its foot uh, in the water, ready to go. And so you're right. Like I don't want to work a full-time job because I do have more than just headspace to focus on yeah i've got the twitch stream i've got uh burn party and same thing with that like he's got both projects too so yeah dude. Um, it's a lot the money in terms of you know keeping our, our heads on straight working normal jobs maybe yeah. a barista or like game stuff something like that so that we can fund both projects because it's a little bit more expensive when you're in two. yeah yeah i can imagine <laughs> obviously like i've i've talked to a lot of bands about
0: this kind of the not necessarily the actual numbers, but like the, the, the lowdown of, in terms of just like, it gets really costly. You track, you produce, you release, and then you have to promote and you have to, you have to support, right? Like there's, there's like right. live, like travel, gas is expensive. Maintenance on a vehicle is expensive. Food on the road we is haven't really had expensive. We not that part of everything yet. But like, all <laughs> so, that's going to come down the road, right? Like that's yeah, all part we're of gonna the plan. Learn.
2: That's Yeah, and that's what hurts my heart to hear.
1: <laughs> no, we, but like, we're already, like, we're recovering from these past uh, two years that we've been doing oh, everything. Oh, and we're, we're finally starting to feel, like, stable. We're finally like, starting to feel good. good. Oh, and no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm just... uh
2: am um, you, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> i just... i just on those drums, and now I'm a guitarist, and now it's just like, oh, uh, <laughs> Dude, it's it's going to be a
1: trip, but like, I so Sad and I were actually like, we were texting about this before the show. Um, Jake Bundrick from Mayday, he just posted like the super inspirational, like six or seven page post about like the things he remembers, the hardships they went through as a, like early on as a band. Yeah. And like, it's just so inspirational to see that. Like, I don't want to miss a damn thing. Like if we have to go through, like, God forbid, I'm not saying I want this to happen, but like if we get in uh, like a a little bumper or what a fender bender, that's what they're called in the van, like it's an experience I don't necessarily wish to happen for us, but like that's something that I'll always remember is like, damn, look at that bump right there. That's that happened. We were on tour. Yeah, dude. I want the hard I'll say
2: it for Derek. Like I will say it for Derek. I will literally go through hell for this band. Like, I will literally, any of us, and I know that. Our current lineup right now, the four of us, um, we're all the same. We we all feel the same. We will all go through hell. We will walk through fire to make sure that this band works. And it 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 just it just doesn't matter what it is. We're gonna stick it out. And the fact that um, hold on, got a (laughs) bird. He's going through this like super,
0: super touching, super excited, you know, and then he's like, hold on. I got a burp. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <right. laughs>
0: That's amazing. But, I
1: mean, he's right. I'm, I'm going to let him talk when he jumps back in after this fucking atrocious burp. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, oh he's right. Gosh. We've got like this amazing lineup and we're all willing to put everything on the line. Like and we've already spoken to Graham about the fact that we don't want to stay here in Phoenix or Arizona anymore. Um, once, you know, maybe 2022 hits, we're ready to look at the next chapter. Like, are we going to go to LA? Are we going to, I want to go to Canada too. Like if that's in the option. yeah. I mean, Canada's got a good scene, man. Hey, they really do Calling all captains. bro. one of our dude like, all as a whole, one of headspace's best friends when it comes to a band, dude, I need to get them on my podcast. I actually
0: reached out captains. to them and they, they were willing to be on, but dude, I I've just got to get scheduled. Those guys,
1: their music is dope. Dude, we they were the first band we actually played with. Um We were playing a show here, opening for them when they were on their Chasing Ghosts tour uh, yeah, for the record. And it was amazing, dude. We, they stayed at my house for two days and, we, <laughs> dude, it was so much fun. Yeah, Ridiculous. Bro. Those those boys are some of the funniest human beings and also genuine. Like, exactly what we were talking about, Sage. These dudes genuinely give a shit about us and they've only yeah. met us technically twice, if you will, but they stayed at my house like a, a collective close to a week yeah um, so i like every time they're in town we just hit them up and we're like bro you, you can crash at my place like you know you guys can heck yeah so. dude i mean canada's got some got some sweet stuff man obviously got bearings like
0: pacific um band. yeah dude like we were sharks i i, I mean dude oh i could do, i could keep Overbeat. listing listing off a ton because i've even interviewed quite a few from canada and it's just like it's cool, man. They've got some really rad bands up there. Some really Absolutely. rad bands. I'm
1: really looking forward to when we actually get to go through Canada because like there's a reason why all of those bands are so popular and they're that they're just they're booming. Yeah.
2: That is like our fourth biggest city, dude. Edmonton.
1: Yeah, oh, dude. yeah. Yeah. It's funny because the captains they were telling us about like Canadian tours and they're just like, bro, it's like Playing at a, a little dive bar, force, 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 force bar, force, 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 force. force. Like there's nothing. And I'm just like, dude, I'm excited for that. I, I'm so excited to just hit the road with the boys and bull- piss and f- Gatorade bottles, dump it out the window when we're going 75. Down, yeah, down dude. The- It's, it's funny. Out. I don't know, dude. It's
2: it's funny you dude, you're the f- Gatorade bottle dumper, dude.
1: You are <laughs> 17- Wait, whoa, whoa. no 18- 18- one said 18- anything 18- about b- taking b- dumps in a bottle, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, that oh, you talking that Just
0: about? took a major <laughs> turn. He was talking about <laughs> dumping it out the window. You're talking about actually taking a crap in the bottle. I would say dumping it out the window,
1: dude. <laughs> I you were talking about those what late shit. night Taco Bell trips. Oh my gosh, dude! Oh. All right,
2: no, no, In a no,
1: Gatorade no, no, bottle. We we oh. did this Earlier on the other it podcast, like everything does. just gets mm-hmm. associated to. <laughs> I mean, Taco yeah, Bell
2: is, let's
0: just face it, Taco Bell is the best fast food. I mean, let's just, let's oh, be honest.
2: It's yeah. so good, but it's just like so bad at the oh, same Absolutely. time. Absolutely like, destroys you. you Absolutely. It, and then 20 minutes later, you're like, well, here it comes. <laughs> dude,
1: they didn't have Taco Well, they did. They had one Taco Bell in Germany when I lived there, but they didn't have, for the most part, Taco Bell when I was over there. And I lost a lot of weight. So yeah, I can definitely you, tell you. When you don't have Taco a Taco Bell, is man.
2: Not good for you.
3: But it,
1: <laughs> Great. <laughs> Dude,
0: That's amazing. But it's so good. So good. So good.
2: It's not good when you go on stage, but it's good <laughs> after. after. Yeah. After. Oh, yeah. After. <laughs> after.
1: Because there's there's something else that happens after Taco Bell that you can't be on stage for. Oh, no, my gosh. no, no. Literally, oh. you
2: don't want to move. You literally just want to stand in place and just oh. not even it's not even wiggle your hips, <laughs> like, wiggle your shoulders. Because like if you wiggle your hips, you better be wearing a diaper. Oh, my gosh, dude. Wait, Don't you already wear those?
0: Oh, he's so old. He's so old. He wears a diaper, huh? <laughs> all
2: right. Well, well, well. all right. Now, Derek is dead to me. That's <laughs> content. Don't well, worry, let's...
1: bro. I'll bring the baby wipes so I can oh. help you out on tour. Right. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, bring the baby
2: wipes. Palamine. You piece of shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my dude, goodness. What does suck, though, about touring is that we're going to have to bring a booster seat
2: oh, we're going to have to bring a, booster seat. Oh, we're gonna bring a booster seat. Oh, because he's so <laughs> short. <laughs> <laughs> you, you <piece> of...
1: <laughs> oh, jeez, dude. Wow. I know when we got this new lineup, Thad was like, it, he was stoked about every aspect except for the fact that we're all like six foot and up, except for I th- the mystery man. He's like 5'10", I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. still, I, I, I know that, that was that. Like his biggest I concern.
2: I literally told you, I was like, dude, he's 5'10", and you're like, nah, he's the same height as you. And then we've <laughs> Started practicing, and I looked at him, and I was like, "All right, yeah, great, Thank you." I got his hopes up.
0: Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Uh, I can tell it has got some some uh, little hot buttons that that really that really get him <laughs> get him angry fast.
1: <laughs> Typical for <laughs> 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 just kidding. It's all love, dude. like, oh that's like the best It's thing.
2: all love. <laughs> oh, it's all love. You. Derek, wait till we practice next night just be <laughs> on your mic you,
1: you don't have a stick to throw at me anymore
2: <laughs> oh, you son of a b- you have a pick that oh, yeah. in my face oh you're a son of a b- but i have picks now <laughs> <All right. laughs> and please no
0: as <laughs> so you just get cut in your arm randomly <laughs> oh my gosh right i'll be like ow oh, what the I'll let you guys I'll get I'll let you guys go to, to counseling, to therapy as a as a band right. to work through these the work through these things.
2: <laughs> Honestly, we've been through Eric and I have been
1: it's it's been for the most part, it's been a very, very easy going road between the two of us like forming this and kinda of getting it to where it's at. And that's like something I'm super grateful of. And especially like with the new group, like well, they've only been with us max two months and then the other one I think he's only been here like a max of one month and we're already dishing jokes at at, at each other we're shitting on each other it's that's like, good dude they, they dish it right back and it's like it's it's perfect they fit in personality wise music taste wise um, everything managerial side of things like everybody wants to be involved in everything and I like it's it's very 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 <laughs> exciting for me where oh, it is <laughs> got uh, over here it's in the corner exciting for me because i don't have to you know focus so much on being overwhelmed <laughs> it's it's very exciting dude that's I'm awesome man stoked. well real
0: quick before we before we uh, we sign off obviously we've had a bunch of tangents already but <laughs> i love i like to end my podcast with just like funny trivial questions about you as people Ooh. so i've got three questions for you First, one is the one that I ask everyone just because I feel like it says a lot about a person. What is your favorite candy?
2: Oh, sorry. I thought that was going to go first. (laughs) No, no, no. I am going to go first. It's uh, Hershey's Cookies and Cream.
1: Oh, dude. That's a power move when it comes to chocolate. Dude. Yeah. Have you had the Hershey's Cookies and Cream cream. Crunchers? Have you had the Crunchers? Oh, yes. Dude. Those are so good. Dude. Those things are straight fire. Oh, my gosh. I love those <laughs> oh things. Oh, my God. Those are so ridiculous, dude. Um, mine is, is Sour Patch Kids.
0: Easy. Dude, nice. So, when you go to Canada, they are the lucky ones. They have Sour Patch mangoes. So, Ooh, be sure to snag those when you're there. Sounds like a treat. Oh, dude. Mango. Best, okay, that
2: definitely sounds like a treat.
0: Best thing ever. Like, I love Sour So people know who've listened they know I'm a huge gummy candy guy but Sour Patch kids, I love I love, I love Sour Patch like I love Ch- but dude F- Sour Patch Mango is just the best ever so that's dude, my little yeah
1: I'm definitely gonna have to give those a shot I'm yeah. very excited for that okay, that's,
2: yeah I'm that's, very what, that idea.
1: That, that's <laughs> like the Americans when we go to Canada like that's what we look forward to whereas like when they come down here is what Taco Bell and like Arizona tea. Cause they don't have that up there. Oh yeah. Arizona tea. That's dude. I love Arizona. Like they, they also have like a
0: fruit punch and a water, like the watermelon flavored yeah. Arizona. The dude. Watermelon. dude. Yeah. So
1: good. <laughs> Ridiculous. But it's, it's made in New York. It's not made in, here uh, in Arizona. Ironic. <laughs> yeah.
2: Absolutely. Absurd.
1: All right. Second question.
0: Favorite non music related hobby.
2: Skateboarding.
1: Heck yeah. Dude. I, like this is so hard because this is like the only thing I do, <laughs> like, um, dude. Hot tubbing with the boys, hot tubbing. Honestly,
2: hot tubbing with the boys. Oh, f- that's up there. Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a trip, dude.
1: When uh, when you guys get the opportunity to have you know calling all captains on show, <laughs> ask Brad or Nick or, or who was the other one? Tim, right? Tim was the other one that came. Down with uh, Yeah, Tim time with Headspace.
2: After, but yeah, it was Tim.
0: I will. I'll make sure to ask them about it.
1: Absolutely, dude. Like that, that those are where some of the funniest moments happen and like just the best talks. It's like a podcast in a hot tub. And I don't know why nobody has ever made that a show.
0: Well, electronics and water typically don't, don't blend very well. That's probably, probably the main reason.
1: Uh, what about mermaids, man? <laughs> you believe in them?
0: Do I believe in mermaids? mermaids. I, I feel like this is a trick question. No. Ooh! see it's a trick question now it's like now you're judging my character because i said no right right yeah yeah exactly
1: (laughs) you're asking us these judgy questions so i'm like you know what i'm gonna ask him one too i believe in mermaids because of a discovery channel (laughs) documentary i watched in 2012 i'm like dude wow this is sick i really hope dude my favorite
0: thing is how history channel tries to make like aliens like like they, they make all these shows about aliens and like about, about like mermaid. They make things as if like, it's all based in like these huge facts. And then you get these people. I was abducted. And you're like, Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like you you got some random Joe Schmo who claims to be abducted by aliens on the history channel. It's like, Oh my gosh, where are we at in this world?
1: Exactly. Where are you guys getting these people from?
0: (laughs) All right, last question. Right on. This one I feel like is a, is a fun one. What is your favorite movie?
1: Oh, dude, where's my car? Oh my gosh, really? I love that movie.
2: Okay. <laughs> so Okay, so like lately I've been watching a lot of garbage movies that are just Absolutely, inherently, just disgustingly dumb, and <laughs> I have been just laughing my ass off the entire time to them. So I watched Eurovision, the new Will Ferrell Oh, the new Will
0: Ferrell one, yeah,
2: yeah. I watched that on Netflix. I literally just disgustingly laughed the entire time because <laughs> it was so bad. And then oh my gosh, I watched. Um, the disaster artist. That oh, was that's a. the James one that's Spranko making fun movie. of
0: that movie, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like it was a a movie made about him. A- yeah. Okay. And I just I was crying like it was so dumb that I was crying but because the guy it was so based funny on to me.
0: like he was like completely serious about everything.
2: Yeah, he was super serious, but he was super like, what "The fuck is wrong with you?" Type. Yeah, like he was just and super weird.
0: disconnected from reality.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness! Like this dude, like, I, oh God, I don't know if it was James Franco playing him so well or the pictures that I looked up of him. I mean, no, like, you got to watch the, the, hell the hell movie is that
0: is based on, dude. You got to watch the original movie that that guy made. The room? Yeah, because. I- that that is the epitome of how like disconnected that guy is from reality because he like he he wrote and directed like he did the whole movie and he was just so proud of it and it's like everyone thought that he was joking
2: but he was completely yeah, serious and, and then another thing that got me going on just on that movie was where the hell did all that dude's money come from <laughs> do you know what i mean he was paying camera crews he was paying extras he was paying actors he was paying everyone like and then like in, in the movie disaster like they showed up to the bank and they're like oh yeah i'm here to cash this check it's probably gonna bounce like whatever and then they were like no it's good and they were like what it's good and they're like yeah <laughs> and he's like and then the bank teller's like yeah this is a bottomless pit like where the f- did that dude's money come from like he he was not normal. Like he was not normal. You know what I mean? Like the way he interacted with people in the way that I don't know, man.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. So, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, (laughs) I, I don't know, man, that, that whole story is just like mind boggling to me that like, this guy who just is so disconnected from reality and just has no clue. It's just amazing.
2: (laughs) Bro, bro. This sex scene though.
0: (laughs) So I can't say that I I watched, I I always skip stuff like that. So I can't say that I watched any of that. So,
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) No, I, I'm being completely honest with that. I, uh, I actually so I I actually use a service that literally like edits stuff for me cuz I'm like I don't really really want to watch that. I don't really care. I'm I'm married. I'm good to go. So
2: <laughs> but like the best part about this was it wasn't even like a sex scene. It was just, just it was just butt cheeks and awkward.
3: <laughs> you know name, I mean?
2: name of your what? next band, Butt Cheeks and Awkward. Butt Cheeks and Awkward. Like it was, it was strange.
0: Oh man.
2: God, man. God that movie was so strange.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well on that note, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for joining me, man. That was a ton of fun.
1: Dude. Absolutely. Again, thank you so much for having us on here. Um, anytime we get offers to do stuff like this or you know we reach out to people like this is this is one of like the most rewarding parts of being able to heck yeah you uh, know talk to people spread the wealth you Bro, know i i love it because now it's just like hey i really
0: like this band's music now i get to talk to them so it's like i right? i'm kind of selfish like you know i,
1: I get to enjoy <laughs> it so it's it's dude, great for me too <laughs> yeah, you get the best of both worlds but dude uh again i'm i'm really happy that you are healthy or oh. at least getting healthier. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely, man.
2: Oh, was that Hannah Montana?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep, you just you just
3: sang us some Hannah Montana to finish off this show. That was perfect. <laughs>